0: thanks for listening to the her podcast. Happy Monday. Um, I hope you ladies had a wonderful weekend. We have new episodes every single Monday. So we are in the middle of a topic called I Need Closure. Um, So this past few weeks, we've really just been talking about the healthy way to get closure. Maybe that's from past relationships or just friendships that have ended the right way to get closure and just things that we have learned um, to help you for your future. So Happy Monday. Thanks for tuning in with us. My name is Holly Wright, and I'm excited because we have a new guest speaker on today. She is from Baker, Montana, and her name is Sadie Pinky. She is a beautiful mom of four, a blogger, and an awesome influencer on Instagram that shares her faith. So hi, Sadie. Welcome to the podcast. Hi, Holly. Thank you for having me. This is so exciting. I'm excited to have you on. Why don't you tell us a little bit about who you are, maybe as a mom, um, what you do, and then we'll jump in. Okay, sounds good. So I am a
1: full-time stay-at-home mom to four little girls who I recently started homeschooling last year. Um, I'm super busy at home with them, and I've been married to my husband, Adam, for 12 years this year, So we got married really young and just started our family out right away. And I could not be dreaming of doing anything different with my life. So this is just really cool. Um, We live very rural. (laughs) If you look up Baker and you Google it, you will see that we are very close to North Dakota. So we're kind of just in the middle of nowheresville, but I love it. I wouldn't treat it for the world.
0: That's so awesome. I know we were chatting earlier before we jumped on the podcast and you were saying how you like lived in the country. And I love because I'm originally from Louisiana. So when I was looking at your pictures, I'm like, Oh my gosh, I miss that lifestyle. Just having a beautiful home on acres of land. And it's just a totally different lifestyle. So Good for you. You're a beautiful mom of four kids. I I went and looked at your Instagram like, oh my gosh, she's so young and you're killing it. So what's funny (laughs) too is I grew up with four siblings as well. So we have a kind of a lot of alike. So I totally get the mom life of four kids. You're busy. But I still admire the things that you post on Instagram and what you stand for. You've had I've had a ton of girls reach out um, through Instagram um, in our DMs, just cheering on and how much they love you. So I'm excited to hear a little bit about your heart Um, when it comes to this topic. I guess my first question for you is obviously you got married young. Um, which is so awesome finding, you know, your soulmate and the one God has for you super young. So that's so awesome. Cause that's rare these days. <laughs> I know. <laughs> um, but my first question I get for you is like, did you ever go through a season, um, where you needed closure? Maybe it was a toxic friendship or just a past relationship and you kind of had to, um, figure out what's healthy for yourself in order to walk into what God has for you.
1: Yeah. You know, it- I was listening to your last podcast with the last speaker and I just was resonating with the whole high school thing. Yeah, um, I think a lot of times we go through relationships and we're just like, why did that one have to end? But I'll, I'll just tell you really quick about a story of a, t- a 10 year long friendship starting in second grade. Um, this girl and I, we were best buds from the moment we saw each other and we did everything together. And I mean everything. And so we had our friendship starting in second grade And we went all the way up until 10th grade. And I just thought this girl would be in my life forever. We just did everything together. I mean, I spent summers with her two weeks at a time. And like our family just, well, I mean, her family and me were just so tight knit. Yeah. And then just one day something just switched and I had no idea it was even coming. I was just blindsided by her. She like, we had a group of friends. There was like five of us that were really close and just one day, just she just decided not to talk to me. And I was so blindsided. I was like, I don't know what I did wrong. And she never, ever did tell me what I did wrong. And so I went through all the motions and just thinking like, what the heck did I do wrong? Yeah. And so I asked one of our other friends that was in our group. And I said, what did I do? She's like, well, she doesn't like that you have a boyfriend. And I was like, what? Like, just talk to me, you know, talk to me about it. But I literally held on to that friendship for I think it was up until two years ago. So talk about holding on to something and needing closure. I just let it go in the back of my mind thinking, you know what, I don't even know what to do with you anymore. And I just I hurt for so many years. And I didn't know how to let it go. And so I just went through all the questions like what did I do wrong? How did how could I fix it? Like what is she doing with her life now? And one thing I want to touch on is I back hindsight is 2020. And so I look at her life now. I mean, she's not even on social media. Like, I don't know anything about her. She's blocked me from so many things. And that started out from like the year after we weren't. friends. And so I just was like questioning all these years. And I got in contact with her sister because her sister and I still talk. And I was like, you know, whatever happened with her? And she was like, you know what? She went down a really bad path of drugs and alcohol and I was like, you got to be kidding me because I just had no clue. And I look back now and I'm like, God saved me from a friendship that could have turned really south because I have a history in my family of toxic like drug abuse, um, alcoholism and just all that kind of stuff. So I really think that God just kind of steered me the other direction and kind of just like closed the door for me right away. And it was just it was hard, but it was good.
0: Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's so good. And I love how you hit on this topic, too, because um, recently I I was friends with a, a girl for a couple years, too. And, you know, when you when you become friends, especially if you have a heart for people and you love hard and you're such a loyal friend, I say this because a lot of girls go through this is. Um, you know, we meet people, we may have similarities, we may run in the same circles whether that's work, gym, um church, and yep. um I was having a conversation with a girlfriend about this and she was like, "Holly, you know, y- you know, you have a heart for girls, yes, but you also need to set boundaries because not everybody who comes into your life is meant to be your BFF or, yep. you know, your close <laughs> friend." And she was like, "If you took a step back, Holly, and looked at the girls in your circle, so I have like four close girls in my circle now, but last year I had like too many. (laughs) And so she had asked me this, she was like, Hey, if you took a step back, um, and, and stop texting, stop calling. She was like, how many of those girls in your circle make you better or life giving encourage you um, have strong faith, you know, are there for you in the hard times, like all these really hard questions. And I'm like, Oh, my gosh, maybe three out of 20. And she was like, (laughs) even though, you know, it's a small amount, those are the girls that you need. Those are life giving friends, those are friends that you need to have. And sometimes it is quality over quantity. And we hear that all the time. But I lost a lot of friends a couple of years ago because I was making them better and I was constantly communicating and I think there's a balance and a boundary that you have to set as a woman is like you can love people but not everybody um needs to be in your circle. And then going off of what you said, how like maybe God protected you from that, which is awesome. But I don't think we, you know, in the moment when we lose those friends, it's super hurtful. And we almost doubt ourselves and our identity. Like, oh my gosh, what did I do wrong? Like, like, am I not a good friend? Did I hurt her? And we have all these question marks in our head. Um, But then you realize, like, later down the road, the the answer to it is like, oh my gosh, it was protection. Um, But uh, but in that moment, when we're, you know, vulnerable and upset because the friendship ended or the relationship ended, um, we don't realize what God's doing in the midst of it. And so... I think that's something to have is just wisdom and knowing that like if a friendship ends or a relationship ends, knowing like, okay, God, I don't know all the answers and I may not know all the answers, but clearly you've shut this door and to not sabotage ourselves because the door was shut. Does that make sense? Yeah, exactly. You know, and I have this thing that I say
1: um, and I've only recently just begun to like implement this into my life as an adult. So in my twenties, I really didn't, really didn't have any friends coming out of high school. I mean, I was the girl that like ate lunch in the bathroom because I was so embarrassed and just did not have a lot of friends. But I, like you're saying, you know, I love people and I love people hard. And so I didn't have like a, a group that I stuck to. I loved everybody. I wanted everybody to love everybody in the same moment, but coming into my early thirties and, you know, having, having to look back and be like, you know what? Friendships, like you said, quality, quality, what do you say? Quality over quantity. Right. And I think that is so important, but here's something that I've just implemented into my life. Okay. So three categories of friends and the last one is kind of like a, it's like, it's true, but it's like a ha ha kind of thing. Mm -hmm. So I have what's called a living room friend. And that is the type of friend that you invite into the living room of your heart. And so what I mean by that is like, you have deep conversations about things that, that maybe you struggle with and you have like face to face and heart to heart. Like talks that you that you have value in and that bring value to you so you're not just going one way it's like a friendship that goes both ways and you both like pour out into each other's lives in the way that you can in that season and so that's called a living room friend and then I have what I call a front porch friend and that's just someone that you like you know you casually have a drink with on the front porch you know sweet tea or whatever coffee maybe and you just kind of talk about like normal everyday life things like how yeah cool like basic surface
0: level stuff yeah
1: exactly like surface you don't really go into the deeper like depths of your heart because you know that's a protection like you need to have you don't want everybody in their sister knowing everything about you and just saying like not everybody needs to know everything about you and you don't need to know everything about everybody so I think having that quality friend is a good thing so that's a front porch friend and then I recently added this one because <laughs> there are people that I want to add that are what I call a driveway friend. And that's, a, that's the girl that you see and you maybe have had a conflict with and you want to be cordial, but you just kind of wave as they go by and you're like, okay, that person still has value. Like their life is still important, but I'm not going to let them dictate like how I emotionally am during the day or during the week or however long. And you're just going to like wave and you're just, like, you know, you're cordial. You say hi if you pass them in the store or something, but that's what I call a friend. So you're like, way out there they're like not really invited into your life but you're still gonna say hi
0: yeah that's so good I, and it's crazy that you said that too because my mom had told me a couple weeks ago she was like Holly like there's gonna be multiple people that knock on your door but that doesn't mean you allow everybody into your home and so exactly. that goes hand in hand exactly with what you said and it reminds me of that conversation with her a couple weeks ago because I think for us is like when you are an influencer or an example and God's given you a heart just for women to help people to grow with people if you're a people person maybe an extrovert it's super, you have to set boundaries for yourself because what's going to happen is you're going to pour, um, into all these different kinds of people. You're going to attract all these different kinds of people who only want maybe, you know, a tiny bit from you, um, but aren't healthy for you. And so I feel like when it comes to this topic of getting closure, this can go, this can branch out so many different ways. It doesn't, closure doesn't always mean like you break up with a guy and you need to talk to him and get closure, block him and move forward. It goes hand in hand with boundaries. Um, with friendships even with family too you know I've had h- hard conversations with family and you know family is blood but at the end of the day it's it's a relationship so um, you know this goes hand in hand with everybody you do life with and I think if we just use more wisdom and realizing kind of what you said with the living room friend the um, front porch friend the driveway friend like if we really were to put that in perspective for the girl you're, you're to to this podcast at home. Uh, maybe you're on a run or wherever you are. Like, really think about that because, you know, my friend who reached out to me a couple weeks ago and was like, hey, you know, like, what kind of people are in your circle? Like, do they make you better? Do they call and check yeah. on you? Like, when you're going through hell, hell, are they encouraging you? Are they in your corner? Um, or when you have wins in your life, like, that's something big, too. Like, if you have huge wins in your life, are they supporting you or are they jealous and neglecting you because you can tell a lot about people by the words that come out of their mouth and their actions and I think we need to pay more attention um and just being wise with who we allow into our living room because um the bible even says who you hang out with (laughs) is who you become so I think that's super 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 important and we need to just use better judgment when it comes to like making friendships um I guess my second question for you, um, you know, moving forward your mom with beautiful kids, what is maybe, um, something that you learned maybe due to COVID, um, or just the past year when it comes to moving forward with friendship. So, you know, making friends, moving forward, what is something that you have to maybe speak life over yourself? Um, so that way you don't, um, make the same mistakes, I guess, from the past?
1: Yeah, you know, so being a mom is just altogether different than being like when I was younger and just having like anyone could be my friend. I have to think about my kids now. So like if somebody that I want to be friends with doesn't really line up with like my morals or something, I'm not saying that I can't be friends with people who don't have the same morals as me. But I am saying like drawing those boundaries and just being really picky with who I want to be someone who's an example to even my kids. Like my girls are the biggest part of my life and my husband. And so if it's not bringing out good things in me as a mom, then I don't want it. Like (laughs) as much as I want everyone to be in my corner, I can't allow everyone to to be that. So with COVID, like, you know, everyone was isolated. And so like who reached out to me and who did I reach out to? Um, and who kept that friendship going, you know, cause it was just easy to just kind of shell up in your home and just take care of your family. But for me, it was like, no, I need, I need I need to, and so, you know, figuring out who is like healthy in a sense that I can hang out with and that can be a good influence to my children is really important to me. So that's been a, a really big thing for me as a, as a young adult is, you know, making sure that that's something that I make a priority.
0: Yeah, that's super good too because it's not only your life now it's it's the role that you're leading for your, in an example for the girls, you know, for your daughters too. Um yeah. and I love that you're a mom too because we've had very few moms on the podcast. So a lot of girls I'm sure who are new moms, single moms, um maybe moms of a couple kids are listening today. So as we close up, why don't you give us three tips of being a mom? Um, maybe when it comes to boundaries, uh, relationships, or just kind of anything that God's really shown you um, as being a mom, maybe struggles that you had to go through or speaking life over yourself or just things that you have to um, constantly remind yourself daily that could help encourage the moms listening.
1: Yeah. Okay. So, you know, thinking about like a tip, not not everybody knows this about me, but I did share it a while ago on my Instagram, um, probably a few years ago. I don't actually have a relationship with the majority of my family. So I come from a family of four kids and um, both of my parents were alcoholics and drug abusers and sexually abusive to me and my siblings. And so growing up, I always thought, you know, I really want a healthy family. And so becoming a mom, I've made it my mission to change the, the pattern of what my family went through. So breaking right. those generational curses and making sure that I am a healthy individual and I don't repeat patterns, I think is really important. So closing up the relationship with unhealthy people is something that I, I value because I think you cannot you cannot grow into who you need to become if you're holding on to something. And so It takes time. It takes reflection. It takes, you know, you got to sit down and you have to forgive people too, because if you hold them in a place of unforgiveness, you're just sitting there in a prison cell that you've made for yourself. So number one, I think is realizing that not everybody is meant to be in your life. (laughs) And number two is forgiving those who have hurt you because you need forgiveness just like anybody else. And so I don't think that forgiving is, is necessarily like a bad thing. I think Forgiving is very important, but you won't forget the hurt that you've been through. So I, right. I know that, like, even like for your mental stability, if you cannot talk to a close friend because the close friend doesn't want to hear it, then you need a new close friend. Yeah. <laughs> so for me, like you know, having people in your corner is very important. And I also think that um, grieving, taking time to grieve a friendship or a relationship that has been broken or lost or just you feel like has no hope is very important because grieving takes you through all the emotions and all the things that you need to grow as an individual and, and to bloom. And so I think that those forgiveness, grieving and just like figuring out who you are as a person um, is very important and who God's called you to be. So like, if you've been through like my relationship with my parents is non-existent. And so I can go through life really down on myself. I go through sometimes really hard seasons where I, put more value in that relationship than I do a relationship with Christ and who Christ says I am and so I think it's just important to you know know who you are in Christ as a daughter of the king and then move forward through life knowing that the enemy will use things from your past to haunt you but you have the authority and the power to break those chains.
0: Yeah, that's so good. And I love what you said too, just about family and just setting a new generation, making different choices, making it a vision to change and break those generational you know, curses. Cause I'm, I'm in the same boat. I have a relationship with a few family members, but a lot I don't, and I haven't had a relationship in over seven years. So I totally relate in that way, how you, you know, you have to choose a life for yourself and what's healthy for you and your family. And I saw this uh, pastor the other day on Instagram and he said, you know, um, you know, forgiving someone for isn't forgetting like you're not going to forget it kind of like what you said the main yep. reason of forgiving is to gain freedom and he said he start, started to talk about how like a lot of people think oh i forgive them wipe it away it'll never happen again well that's just not reality when you forgive someone for something you're still going to remember um you know kind of like you said you're going to go through seasons where it comes back and um but i think when we forgive someone and move forward like that's freedom for ourselves yeah. And so for the girls who are listening, you know, it's not easy. It's not done overnight in 24 hours when you forgive something. It's mainly freedom for you to walk forward um, in, in your life of freedom. And it's not going to be easy. It's actually really hard. It's a process. Um, yep. And I totally relate <laughs> in that scenario because I used to be so hard on myself when it comes to like man I'm not from a perfect family I'll I'll never have the mom and dad with kids sit down at a dinner table at Thanksgiving like you see on TV or just like little things and so I'm kind of in the same boat like I promised myself if I ever were to get married and build a legacy again that I would make different decisions you know we're going to do everything as a team We're going to communicate. We're going to make sure that we're healthy. So that way, moving forward, um, my kids won't ever know, you know, what I went through. Like, they'll know healthy. And so that's beautiful. Yeah, and so I'm super proud of you just for walking through that and coming out of that and building a new legacy for your family because it's it's something that's it's hard. It takes years to, to get that mindset and to get healed, um, you know, to come out of something so toxic that God can turn so beautiful. So I'm excited for you just to be able to walk in a new season with your family and um, be an example to all kinds of different women who have gone through the hurt's Stuff like that, because a lot of people just don't share that, you know. Um, but I'm excited for you and new things in store for you. Um, why don't you tell the girls listening as we close up this podcast where they can find you on social media and a little bit of what, about uh, maybe your social media platform, and um, that way they can connect with you. Yeah,
1: sure. So I um, have an Instagram. It's called Raising His Little Wildflowers, and. That is just that that name kind of birthed out of having children, and I think that everyone is a unique wildflower um, and just has something beautiful to offer and give, so that's why I named myself that. Um, You can find me over there on Instagram. I share a lot about my life with my children and my husband, and if you go back in years, you'll (laughs) see that I share about like my faith and what I've been through as a young girl and just i love jesus so much that i cannot stop sharing about jesus and so you will find that all the way through my instagram and then i also um run a young living business so you'll see like that sprinkled in there and then i have a separate account for that too but that's where i mainly just share uh, health tips and stuff like that and things that i find that are important in wellness so yeah that's where you'll find me
0: Awesome. Well, thank you, Sadie, for speaking on today's show. Girls, make sure you go give her a follow. If you are in Montana area, connect with her. Um, If you have any questions regarding family trauma or just any of the um, topics that we talked about on today's episode, feel free to um, ask us questions. Send me a DM on the Her Podcast or Sadie. We'd love to be open and help you walk through that. Um, You don't want to do life alone. And I know that we talk about a lot of thick stuff on this podcast, but it's really just to help you get healed and restored. And, and learn from our mistakes. So that way you can be healthy. So again, if you have any questions regarding this topic um, or any girls going through this that are in your circle, make sure you share and subscribe our channel. Um, we are on podcasts as well as Spotify. Um, again, my name is Holly Wright. And just thank you so much for tuning in and listening. Thank you for sharing your heart today, Sadie. I absolutely love your story and just everything you stand for. And I'm excited to see Um, what this next year brings for you so thanks for being here yes thank
1: you so much for having me Holly this has been fun and just just a good little bright spot in my day so I'm glad that this can bless other people and your podcast is just amazing so keep up the good work good job girl
0: Thanks, girl. So appreciate it. And you So thanks, girls, for listening to today's episode. Um, Again, we release a new episode every single Monday with different girls from around the world. So if you are interested in speaking on our show, make sure you check out our website. You can send me an email on social media as well. And stay tuned for next week.